how are you all? I hope you're doing great. Um, welcome to our podcast, Moment of Clarity. It's made with love by your lovely initiative, The Hope in Me and Beyond the Label. Our topic today is how does gender inequality impact mental health? But before we get started into the big discussion, uh, let us introduce ourselves. So I'm going to introduce myself. My name is Jihab, um, a 17-year-old Tunisian high school student, and I'm the founder of The Helping Me. You may question, what is The Helping Me? It's a youth-led organization that aims to provide emotional and mental support to social media users. We are on a mission to break the cycles of stress and replace them with cycles of empowerment. Now I'm going to leave the floor up to the social founder of Beyond the Label. The floor is yours. Hi, so my name is Dia. I'm a high school student who started Beyond the Label as an initiative to give voice to those beautiful people in our community who are prejudiced or looked down upon. Women, members of the transgender community, etc. I chose to be a social founder because our organization, which focuses on social issues, is a student-run organization. At Beyond the Label, our goal is to end prejudice based on the label and individual chooses for themselves, which may or may not even be different from what was assigned to them at birth. We oppose prejudice and hold that a person's race, caste, or genders have no bearing on how they are treated in the society because we believe that everyone is equal in terms of rights, opportunities, and status, irrespective of the label they assign themselves. Wow, that's amazing. And it's fascinating how teenagers can think of such ideas like this, Leah. Thank you. Uh, I do have a few uh, questions about your organization as well. I'll be glad to answer that. So my first question would be, why did you choose to be a social founder? Well, this is a great question. Um, I may say that I participated in a lot of programs and courses that helped me shape my personality and improve my leadership skills. At some point in my life, I felt like I'm ready to be a leader, especially a social founder. It's all about leadership, as you may know. And honestly, I like the feeling of being a leader. <laughs> yes. Um, I may also have one question for you, or a couple, let's say. <laughs> so let me start with the first question in mind. Um, what is like the best part of being a social founder for you? Uh, so, well, again, a great question. Uh, because I have experienced prejudice myself, uh, my organization is very important to me. Just knowing that I can change even one person's mind and that I'm giving people who are marginalized a voice is beautiful. Uh, the best part about being a social founder is knowing that I'm shattering the stereotypes I've adhered to and ensuring that no one else has to go through the same thing as I did. Wow, this is like mind blowing and yeah like when you hear when you hear like this answer you really want to be a social founder <laughs> well what about the name you chose for your initiative where did that come from well um i was like looking for 
a name for an initiative about mental health and like it was not the first name that came to my mind to be (laughs) honest Mm -hmm. um there were like a lot of names Mm -hmm. but the first like name let me say it's like exclusive for you I um thought about the name we care but like it's used and I found a lot of organizations named this like this name so I was like looking for a name that attracts people and give them that slide of hope and I said like what's about the hope in me it's it's a beautiful name by the way I feel like it captures the message of your organization so well yeah that's actually what I was thinking about when I um chose the name so thank you for that um so my curiosity will lead me to another question for sure um what are your future plans for your initiative so with beyond the label though i want to take it slow and sort of one day at a time uh, i want to coordinate fundraising events to support initiatives that raise public awareness on uh, certain issues I genuinely feel like I'm not here to help anyone because I don't think anyone needs help as such. But I'm here to voice people's concerns and to make sure they feel like they're heard and cared for. That's really generous of you. What a great social founder. (laughs) Thank you so much. Well, what about you? What inspired you to start your organization? Um, Like, as everyone, I go through ups and downs. Um, but once when I was at my lowest, I was in search for hope. Mm-hmm. And a TikTok video came by while I was scrolling TikTok, obviously. Um, it was a motivational video and it actually cheered me up. And that time I was like searching for a topic to my initiative. So I thought to myself, why don't I be the reason for other people's smiles? And on the top of that, I was interested in psychology. So that's like the biggest inspiration that led me to uh, create the help in me. I think that's beautiful. Such a realistic approach to it. Also, because I feel like since our organizations are based off of social media, um, you brought such a beautiful aspect of it to life because usually it's seen as a very negative thing. Whereas I feel like once you find the positive side of social media, you never want to go back. That's absolutely true. So I may go to my last question. Yes. Um, we want to take your experience and hear from it. So what advice would you give to future social founders? So um, all I would like to say is spend time with and in your community, because how I started Beyond the Label is basically by spending time in my community and realizing and seeing how lovely it is. Um, I would give everything in me to protect my community and my society. Uh, It would inspire you to defend it. Genuinely, like spending time in your community with your people, with other people is going to inspire you to defend your community. Since you learn more about dangerous things like racism, like once you look deep down into it, you realize how these things are not only forbidden, but also widespread. 
one thing that I've learned down the road um, and ever since I started Beyond the Label is that you cannot be scared to express your concerns or to speak out against injustice. Because the moment you do, I feel like prejudice takes over and you lose the battle. Couldn't said it better. Like future <laughs> social founders here from Leah. <laughs> Thank you so much. So, um, I think it's time to move on to our main topic. We, yes. I think you guys got to know us and what inspired us and everything about our initiative. So the big question, how does gender inequality impact mental health? Uh, would you like to start, Leah? Yeah, sure. Um, well, I feel like gender inequality, again, it is such a broad spectrum. Um, I myself have had experiences where I felt like I was oppressed in a sense, whether it is when your teacher asks a guy from the class to pick up the desk because she thinks that you can't move it since you're a girl or having someone, having a guy share the same opinion as me, but him getting the upper hand because he's a guy. Many people have the feeling of being devalued because they belong to an oppressed gender. You feel unwelcome because your opinions are derived or viewed as inferior to those of your male peers. And I think that can have a huge impact on your mental health. Well, that's really true. And I appreciate that you talked from such realistic things that you have experienced even in class. And personally, I believe gender stereotypes is a big social issue that has to be discussed. It definitely impacts mental health. Like in some countries, we see like girls are not allowed to go out unless it's um, a place only for women or with another male. Like, how come these girls have good mental health when they are always home doing the chores where their brothers, fathers, or whatever male are having fun? Exactly. Life is, yeah, like, life is unfair for those. It's harmful. Um, like, the harmful stereotypes about sexuality and body plays a big part of uh, on women's depression and anxiety and you we here can bring another topic like body shaming for uh, women oh yes definitely I feel like the beauty standards that have been set by it could be anything it could be brands it could be the modeling industry it could be for that matter even society themselves have set such high beauty standards that it's difficult for women to meet them and it's almost like they're obligated to meet them. Otherwise, you're treated so poorly in the society. Um, and as you mentioned before, women aren't allowed to go out in so many countries. I myself come from a country, India, where um, women are deprived of rights. And I'm an immigrant. Uh, I live in Dubai. But every single time I go back to India, I realized how oppressed women are. Because if you think of it, especially when COVID hit and people were talking about how they can't go out of their houses, the only thing I could think about were my cousins or my sisters back in India who deal with stuff like this on a daily basis. Well, that's really true. I also come from a society where women is oppressed and, and we can't go out uh, without male presence because they don't trust us. And even if they do, the society is not safe out there for you. Even if your parents or family is modern, 
the society out there is unsafe. Like you can't go out like um, uh, early in the morning. And this is like something that I, that I experienced a few days ago. Uh, we were at our beach house and I decided a simple right of mine to go watch the sunrise, right? And yeah. When, I, yeah, when I went, like I, I went alone and it was like really close to the beach, our house. And I felt so, so scared. Like I can't um, describe the feeling that I felt that day because there were like men staring at me. How come a girl go out at 5 a.m. alone? And like they keep thinking that you're doing either a bad thing or you're going to get hurt. That's it. It's so scary knowing that, you know, even other people who are seeing you become this independent version of yourself think that you should be curbed or stopped because they fear that you're going to get hurt. Whereas it's so scary when you think of it because the world out there is basically just waiting for you like their prey exactly and there's like another part of this topic like if a woman makes a tiny mistake which is not actually a mistake it's like in their perspective a mistake it's like normal in some societies that she got bitten up by her father brother uncle or husband and this exposure and violence discrimination can uh, lead to low steam and um, low self-esteem and long-lasting trauma. I really hope our societies heal from these stereotypes, which I'm really optimistic about since like women now are standing up for themselves and making huge steps toward freedom. Exactly. And plus, especially, I feel like uh, we as social founders and organizers of a social initiative, every single time I search up for or research for a post, I come across the news section and it fears me to click on there because there's so many news about women getting beaten up, as you mentioned, and it's scary, but I'm so glad that I see so many women standing up, speaking against the stereotypes, because I don't think anyone deserves to live in an oppressed lifestyle for that matter. Exactly. I could have said it better. And like one thing I feel like a little calm about is even if I'm seeing these posts about women are beaten up or getting killed by males, mm-hmm. I still have like that hope that I am at least seeing this post. It's not like uh, not exposed. They are exposed and they're getting what they deserve. Definitely. So um, now that you spoke about people on social media bringing up issues like this, I would uh, genuinely like to extend a question. Uh, do you think posts like these where, uh, well, issues or a news or a certain incident, whenever it's reported on social media, do you think it helps? It definitely does. Because like uh, some people say, yeah, you wrote about this. Well, then what's going to happen? Nothing is going to change. But no, I'm, we're doing a change as social founders. We're writing about this. We're raising awareness. We're 
at least like you know um the advocacy work they're doing we're like social founders doing such a work to raise awareness and um even like after exposing people who did like such a bad things they go to jail after that and it's exposed they don't they won't have the life that they used to before what they did exactly and i feel like as social founders at least for me um there have been certain people that come up to me and tell me that there's no reason or you're basically just wasting your time posting all of these things because no one's going to read it but i feel like at the end of the day just reporting an incident talking up speaking up about it even if it comes on someone's post like even if nobody reads it just that guilt that someone might go through when they see your post and they see the label that there are femicides that happen or so many things that take place against people who are oppressed just the feeling of guilt that someone goes through when they realize that I've done the same thing is enough of an excuse for me I don't want them to go read my whole post I don't expect anyone to I write about it because I know that a few people are reading it and those who are good enough for them that's really amazing, Leah. And at least you're doing what you can. You're not just standing there and hearing the incident and just like saying, oh, I'm sorry for her. And then like moving on. Oh, I'm sorry for that issue. I want to, um, I want things to get better and then moving on. No, we're at least doing something. We're not standing there and without, we have a voice and we are trying our best through our social media platforms to raise our voices. Exactly, because I've seen that, again, once COVID hit, um, everybody was locked up in their houses. Um, For some women, it was not different or it wasn't strange for them to be locked up in a house because they've been locked up in their houses pretty much ever since the day they were born. And, you know, so many mental health concerns came up. And since you are a mental health advocate, especially, I feel like you know this better than anyone that mental health severely deteriorated uh, during COVID. But if you come to think of it, people who experience prejudice on a daily basis just imagine how severely affected their mental health is when you're told that the outside world is dangerous well said i really agree on each and every word that you said um so now we're coming to an end to our podcasts uh we hope that you enjoyed this discussion even though it wasn't that long we want it to be um attractive for you and interesting not boring um we really hope our society heals from these stereotypes and as you may um heard we are optimistic about the future of our women and their mental health thank you for listening and maybe you're gonna see us in a new episode who knows (laughs) um last word leah Yes, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I had an amazing time talking to you and I can't wait for more podcasts. Thank you all. Have a great day or night.